Chapter forty one of Revelations of Divine Love Read for LibriVox.org by David Barnes Revelations of Divine Love by Julian of Norwich The Fourteenth Revelation Chapter forty one I am the ground of thy beseeching After this our Lord showed concerning prayer in which showing I see two conditions in our Lord signifying. One is rightfulness, another is sure trust. But yet oftentimes our trust is not full, for we are not sure that God heareth us, as we think because of our unworthiness, and because we feel right naught, for we are as barren and dry oftentimes after our prayers as we were afore, and this, in our feeling, our folly, is cause of our weakness, for thus have I felt in myself. And all this brought our Lord suddenly to my mind, and showed these words, and said, I am ground of thy beseeching. First it is my will that thou have it, and after I make thee to will it and after I make thee to beseech it, and thou beseechest it. How should it then be that thou shouldst not have thy beseeching? And thus, in the first reason, with the three that follow, our good Lord showeth a mighty comfort, as it may be seen in the same words. And in the first reason, where he saith, And thou beseechest it, there he showeth his full great pleasance, and endless meed that he will give us for our beseeching. And in the second, where he saith, How should it then be, etc., this was said for an impossible thing, for it is most impossible that we should beseech mercy and grace, and not have it. For everything that our good Lord maketh us to beseech, himself hath ordained it to us from without beginning. Here we may see that our beseeching is not cause of God's goodness, and that showed he soothfastly in all these sweet words when he saith, I am the ground. And our good Lord willeth that this be known of his lovers in earth, and the more that we know it, the more should we beseech, if it be wisely taken, and so is our Lord's meaning. Beseeching is a true, gracious, lasting will of the soul, wound and fastened into the will of our Lord by the sweet inward work of the Holy Ghost. Our Lord himself, he is the first receiver of our prayer, as to my sight, and taketh it full thankfully and highly enjoying, and he sendeth it up above, and setteth it in the treasure, where it shall never perish. It is there afore God, with all his holy, continually received, ever speeding the help of our needs, and when we shall receive our bliss, it shall be given us for a degree of joy, with endless worshipful thanking from him. Full glad and merry is our Lord of our prayer, and he looketh thereafter, and he willeth to have it, because with his grace he maketh us like to himself, in condition as we are kind. 
and so is his blissful will. Therefore he saith thus, Pray inwardly, though thee thinketh it savour thee not, for it is profitable though thou feel not, though thou see not, yea, though thou think thou canst not. For in dryness and in barrenness, in sickness and in feebleness, then is thy prayer well pleasant to me, though thee thinketh it savour thee naught but little. And so is all thy believing prayer in my sight. For the meed and the endless thanks that he will give us, therefore he is covetous to have us pray continually in his sight. God accepteth the good will and the travail of his servant, howsoever we feel. Wherefore it pleaseth him that we work both in our prayers and in good living, by his help and his grace, reasonably with discretion, keeping our powers turned to him, till when we have him that we seek, in fullness of joy, that is, Jesus. And that showed he in the fifteenth revelation, farther on, in this word, Thou shalt have me to thy meed. And also to prayer belongeth thanking. Thanking is a true inward knowing, with great reverence and lovely dread, turning ourselves with all our mights unto the working that our good Lord stirreth us to, enjoying and thanking inwardly. And sometimes, for plenteousness, it breaketh out with voice, and saith, Good Lord, I thank thee. Blessed mayst thou be. And sometime when the heart is dry and feeleth not, or else by temptation of our enemy, then it is driven by reason and by grace to cry upon our Lord with voice, rehearing his blessed passion and his great goodness. And the virtue of our Lord's word turneth into the soul, and quickeneth the heart, and entereth it by his grace into true working, and maketh it pray right blissfully, and truly to enjoy our Lord, it is a full blissful thanking in his sight. End of chapter 41 This recording is in the public domain.